sensations. Tell me about your trials and all your tribulations. Healing conversations. I listen with my heart, cause all of it is sacred. Healing conversations. I tell you about my trials and all my tribulations. Hey, welcome to the Healing Hearts podcast. I am your host, Carlita with the K. Here with you on this journey, this roller coaster ride of healing, of this journey that we call healing. Uh, today's podcast is um, piggybacking you guys off of the conversation that we just had on the last show, which was about uh, fear and uh, procrastination and courage and what it takes us to really, really, um, well, what is stopping us from pushing through. And on this episode, I want to continue that topic, but really, really um, give a basis of why this show was created. And um, I own a smoothie bar. Uh, I call it a wellness center in Oak Cliff. And um, the conversations that we have inside of this space definitely allows me to uh, tap into uh, my coaching, my my grief coaching, but allows me to still do that in a space and, and create a space of vulnerability. And so uh, what today's episode is about is actually a conversation um, that we were having and I was having with one of my customers uh, and friend. Um, uh, she's a beautiful soul and uh, decided to just, you know, press play on or press record on the microphone and allow uh, the conversation to be authentic. And so that's what today's episode is. And so that is what you are about to listen to. Okay, so let's get into it. You see, I just keep on playing like things in my head, like, oh my God, if I mess up, it's gonna be my business and I, I won't be able to kind of come back to the company. I just, all of that has stopped me, and girl, I can make, I could. I, that's my dream is just to have my own business. I'm tired of working for corporate. I want to employ people and be able to, because that's what I'm good at. What I'm doing in my current field, I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. But that fear, fear of failing, is what it has stopped. And my and my program director asked me, he's like, "Hey, what you know?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm still working on it." And I just kind of then I used, you know, my granny passed away, <laughs> girl. <laughs> my, girl, that was my biggest cheerleader. My biggest cheerleader, and she always told me about before she passed, she already knew what I was working toward. And every time I would talk to her, she would say, Now, don't forget to because I had a journal that I would keep and I would write down stuff that I was working for. And I did, and she's like, Did you write down this, uh, your next step to your journal? And I was like, Yeah, I did. And ever since she passed, I haven't even opened that journal back up. Oh. So I know she would be like, Girl, what are you doing? So I that plays in my head too, you know, but girl, I just. I just feel like I've been stuck. Yeah, and probably stuck because that's what that's what grief does to us, right? It it makes us stop. But listen, let me let me just let me just speak something into you. What would it look like if now that she's gone, you remember her and how you chuckled and laughed that she's your biggest cheerleader? What would it be like for you if you remember that she's not gone? That she still is your cheerleader. And that how much empowering would that be for you that now that she's off of this earth, 
she's spiritually she's spiritually still here so she can do more for you spiritually so now you have an angel now you have a guardian angel now you have somebody that can like lift you up when you're feeling down or or hold you and embrace you you have somebody in your heart like how how does that feel because the fear is never going to go away but i guess my 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 thing is how do we keep going how do you push through without pushing? Because you'll keep pushing. And, and like, let's say, let's say pause, that you wouldn't allow yourself to go through this right here. Let's say the other Lily or another person down the line had this happen and they stay stuck. Like how you feel stuck. They stay stuck. And, but you got to live, right? So you, you become, you still a mama. You got all this stuff on your list to do today. You still a wife. You still got to pour into other people. And then you keep going, 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 going. What happens to those emotions? They don't go away. So that's resentment. And in the long run, it's probably cancer. And then so here it is, sick, unhappy, resentful, and still not your highest self because you took your feelings away because you lost somebody. And now you got to keep pushing, pushing, pushing through, but you pushing and not really getting nowhere, right? Still unhappy. And how many women do that? So what does it look like to like sit with it for a little bit, allow your grandmother to come to you and feel her and give her gratitude because she ain't going to never go nowhere. And then take the step, one step, whatever it is. I don't know what I need. I, I know I need something. I just don't know what it is. Right. I don't know if counseling's going to work. I, think I just feel like I'm in a, I'm in a, a sucking place that I can't get. You know, I'm, I think I've been so busy just with my kids at work. To where now I feel like I'm just unraveling. Yeah. Inside. My I guess my question would be, what would be your first step? Like, what's the smallest thing that you can do that'll make you feel like you're not doing too much, but you're at least taking a step towards it, and it would make you feel like, okay, Granny, like I'm just gonna do this baby step right here. Would it be just opening the journal? Let's start with the altar first, because that helped me a lot. And I even went so deep to where I started doing ancestry stuff. And now I have, like, my pictures of, like, my great, 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 great granddad. And I have, like, small pictures of, like, people I've never even met before that's in my bloodline. But it started with just mainly my dad and my sister. That's what it started with. Because energy doesn't die. You know, like, physical bodies do, but energy never dies. So if it never goes away, then where is it, you know? I really do think that they're with us. Like, I feel my dad, I feel my sister, but I allow myself to feel them because I don't I don't uh, try to tuck away the memory or uh, push, like, I don't feel like crying is a bad thing, you know, some people do. So, uh, yeah, even if you need a moment, girl, in the car, give yourself that, that moment. <laughs> it's intentional though. It, it was. It's not coincidental when you walk up in here. You ring that bell. <laughs> Message. <laughs> but the crazy part is, I was sitting here um, trying to figure out how I was going to flow into my next podcast because the first that episode that I posted last week was about. Um, fear and courage and how fear doesn't go away. Uh, procrastination is actually fear. But 
since it doesn't go away, how do we counter it if, it, if it's going to be there and courage? And so I gave the example of the lion off the whiz. Have you ever seen the whiz? <laughs> That's my favorite part. Like, Raw, say what you want. <laughs> I know the whole thing, girl. I know the whole thing. But I was saying, like, do you realize he was scary that whole freaking movie? And then he gets courage, but realized, like, dang, I've been doing this shit scared this whole journey. But I've been doing it. So it's like, okay, we get to do it scared. But how does that flow into healing? Because in my opinion, when we're healing um, or when we're going through grief, let me just say that when we experience something, it's hard to not want to get uncomfortable. It's already uncomfortable. So we look for things that are super comfortable to keep us in that space. But we never grow from traumatic situations and go through the healing journey if we stay stuck and stagnant because of fear of something being uncomfortable and I want to move forward. It takes a lot to be like, you know what, that person died and I'm not the victim of that person dying, even though that person was taken from me. Um, and I know it's going to sound weird, but hear me out. What got me to feel different about losing my sister and my dad less than a year apart was... How selfish is it when we say, because I kept, I kept re reading this thing, like nothing belongs to us, nothing. Because at this time, I'm, I'm grieving, I'm going through this, but I'm also single. I'm feeling alone. So I'm like, I don't even have comfort, you know? Um, but I want somebody. But what if what that, when that somebody dies, you know? Uh, I, you know, my mind goes there. Uh, when that somebody dies, like, damn, like, how's that going to feel? That's, but it's like, it, when you think about it, nothing belongs to us. We're just borrowing people. We're borrowing people. And those people that are just impactful in our lives and just uh, life-changing, we get to give gratitude that God even allowed us to experience that person. Um, because without that experience, I'm without that experience we don't get to even feel so it's like how selfish is it be like dang why'd you take this person from me when reality is like i wouldn't even feel this about this person if i didn't have these experiences and these cool memories so actually thank you you know thank you and then if you could go from why did you to thank you immediately is a different energy that you're putting out and a different vibration and then after a while, gratitude takes over. And then you're thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I wouldn't even have this, this, this. If it weren't for this, just start remembering stuff and laughing. Like, oh, crap. <laughs> I mean, when that da, da 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 and she did this and said, you know, man, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for me, you know, for giving me that person. And let me borrow, let me borrow that soul or that spirit in my life. But, girl. So think about that too, but I am finna right now. That's what I'm finna do when we leave. I'm finna by Monday I'll have at least like I'll have like something for you to put. Just get you could get like a little table. You probably already got like a little something. It could be a crate that you put in the corner. It ain't gotta be major. It could be something that only you know about, right? In your closet, a little corner on the ground. And 
Um, not where people can touch it and come around and all that different stuff. Like keep it out, out the kids. Don't put it in your bedroom because you don't want your grandma watching you do nothing nasty. So I'll be putting it in the bedroom. But um, but yeah, by Monday, that's gonna be my intentions for you. That's gonna be that help. And then get a get something printed, like a wallet 